it's the 24th of January in the year of our Lord, 2023, and it's just gone noon here in the UK. I'm really excited today because this lady, she is incredible. She is an incredible researcher. We haven't met personally yet, but everybody I know, well, many people that I know have said, you need to get and start chatting to Sandy Adams. You two would be incredible. So, I did just that. Sandy and I have had a few chats and we've organised to do a show. And there's actually, we're actually going to be doing a series of shows. So this first show we're going to be tackling is the digital ID and the digital currency that the British government have, are planning to use. Now, I know a lot of people like myself have been following the plan and trusting the plan. And I do understand that this has to had to come out. This is what they had planned for us. I'm praying. I'm still trusting the plan that these things won't go through because there is going to be such a mass awakening. This is what the agenda was. But, you know, there are people out there, you know, and it, it could I, I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. And my listeners, you listeners that you know that I will say if I'm wrong. But on this on this, I do believe that it's, you know, it's going to look like this is coming through and it's, this is what's going to wake people up. But, you know, what if what if I am totally wrong and this really is coming through? So we need to be forearmed and forewarned. So without further ado, the lovely, wonderful Sandy Adams. Hello. Oh, hi, hi Lou. How are you? I'm very well. Welcome to Liberty Tactics. Thank you. Thank um, you coming on the show and this is a subject that has to be talked about it's you know I could be totally and utterly wrong and if we don't talk about this then I'm doing something really wrong with my shows um I pray this doesn't come to pass but what you have found has concerned you greatly but before that I would like you to talk about Sandy Adams and how what woke you up what's setting you on the path and where you're up to now about, you know, until you found these documents. Right. Yeah. Well, I've been, uh, I've been on this for a long time. I'm one of like, like you, Lou, I'm an old timer on, on this whole thing way before the pandemic. Um, you know, for the last 15 years, I've been uh, really um, trying to raise awareness about Agenda 21, which became Agenda 2030 in 2015. And then since then, just going into the whole Trojan horse of, you know, the whole climate change agenda, you know, and, and how that that's forcing the hand of the carbon, zero carbon agenda. And it really is all a, a, a way, and, and it, this is not conspiracy. All the facts are there. It's a way of getting everybody really linked up to this digital ID and literally um, digital slavery. Um, and what that what was debt slavery is now about to turn to digital slavery. And um, I've been really, I mean, I've, I've kind of been banging on about this for years. And, you know, people have woken up. We've got this mass awakening going on with many, many amazing people pushing out the truth. Um, and you, you included. And I think, to be honest, we've just got this, this um, we, we've really got to get everybody on board with this because I don't think people fully understand what digital identity means. And what's happened is that um, uh, last, I mean, I think it was in 2018, 
No, 2017, uh, the UK, the Digital Economy Act was passed, and this was in 2017, sorry. Um, the, the primary legislation was passed in the UK in 2017 under the Digital Economy Act, which paves the way for only a brief consultation period plus parliamentary secondary legislation to rush through a new requirement requirement for all UK citizens to be issued with a digital ID to use in all government, local council, private bit and bis private business trans transactions. Um, and this is this is what this has actually come to pass now because that that was passed in 2017, they've issued now the consultation document, which they issued on January the 1st, uh, or no, was it January the 4th? Sorry. January the 4th. And they've given you only till March the 1st to fill in this consultation about whether you think it's a good idea or not. And what they're doing is they're selling it as a benefit, as everything else that they, they try and get us to agree oh. to. And, uh, you know, this is really, this is going to enslave us because literally it's, it's the Trojan horse is security and privacy. And Inside that Trojan horse is your digital ID. And what they're going to do is literally um, we're going to be living in what, what they call a zero trust world. And zero trust means that they're going to take away VPN. And so you in order to access. Yeah. To, in order to access any kind of, uh, you know, to even open your browser, um, send an email, do anything. You're going to have to pass an authentication process, which will involve your digital ID. You're going to have to ID yourself to send an email, to go to the shops and buy something. Everything will be linked up to your digital ID. So, and, and so is the social credit scoring, isn't it? Yeah. Well, th this is what it's all tied up to. Basically, it is it is a form. It's just like Chinese social credit system, only they're selling it to you as, as a benefit to uh, help security and make sure that there's no bad guys out there trying to do you know terrible things and hack you um this is this is rubbish you know this is actually what they're what they're trying to do is is get you to buy into this whole social credit system so they can sell your data and also sanction you and sanction you for you know behavioral um issues for instance you know you you if you don't if you don't conform um, they can sanction you, so th those biometrics simply don't open at the supermarket. If you if if your social credit doesn't come up to scratch, or your carbon credit doesn't come up to scratch, and if you've if you've used if you've bypassed your your carbon credit for meat or cheese or or all those things that you're not supposed to eat because they're apparently carbon unfriendly or sugar if you if 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 you've got a health issue those biometrics on those supermarket doors just don't open and this is, that, this is coming. I have no idea it was to that level. Well, I, I tell you what you uh, Tesco's are, are putting in the biometrics now they're putting in the biometrics. And I don't know whether you've noticed, but I got a bit of a horror, you know, a shock when I went into my Morrison's the other day because they've taken all the tills out and put the self-service tills in. There's only one human till. There's you know <laughs> this is so bizarre, right? Yeah. I've had this conversation this um, two weeks ago with the wonderful homeopath, Marie McLaughlin. Oh, she's great. She, she put up a post about, you know, she she was in Sainsbury's and she posted on their Facebook page that, you know, they need more 
They don't need any more self-service. They need more staff. She got this barrage of abuse. And then I had the same thing when I went, I went to my Sainsbury's. All the customers looking thoroughly fed up. There's one cashier on and lines and lines of people waiting to get to the self. I put the same on. They have a team of people there or they, they employ a team of people to come and attack you. They went to my page. They've taken pictures of, they took pictures of my children. <gasps> they went on there and they were, they even went on. Oh, look, what, what, what more does this say? She's a Christian and she's a Trump supporter. Oh my God. So I wrote to Sainsbury's absolutely said, they are attacking, you, you, you employ these people. You don't have a moderator on your Facebook page. There are people who are attacking even my, I, I thought I'm going to play the faith card back at them. Yeah. You know, I'm going to play, use their tricks. I said, then they're coming for me. Now I've had to keep, I, I pop onto the Facebook page of Sainsbury's now and again, Sandy. Yeah. And it seems that they're tidying it up a bit. But now what you're saying, obviously they're not going to take on any more till staff. No, no. And, and this is how I mean, they closed all our banks. And it was it was interesting because just before they closed all the banks in uh, in Glastonbury, there they, they were four. We've got no banks now. We've got a building society that doesn't do business banking. So any businesses can't bank there. They can't even go to the post office now to do it. They have to drive nine miles to the nearest bank. I mean, it's it's ludicrous because they're trying to force everyone online. And I remember the last weeks that that bank was functioning, I was in the queue and this this lady came up with them um, from Barclays and she came up with a little tablet and she said oh you know you can do a lot of this online you know and I said yes and you're going to be out of a job soon <laughs> and they, she looked at me blankly as if to say and she had no idea that, that you know that, that it was going to close and literally they they hatcheted it very quickly even the staff didn't know until a few days before um, and they're, they're either made redundant or they're sent to another branch that is open. Um, and there's very few that are. And that's because they're trying to force us onto this digital banking system that, you know, the CBDCs, the central banking digital system, which unfortunately will lock you into, um, the, the, you know, we know they're trying to get rid of cash. Um, and it's important to keep try and keep cash going. But the thing is that the the. When, when you make a transaction normally, say you do a cash transaction, it's just a transaction between you and the seller. If you do a, if you have a credit card transaction, it's a transaction between you and the bank and the seller gets their money at the end of the day. But with the central banking digital system, it's just between the central bank and you and they have your data and they can actually stop you from having access to your bank account at any time should they wish to. Um, and and people say, well, why would they do that? Well, they'll do that if they implement a, a social credit system where if you, you know, if you've done something that they don't agree with or said something that you don't, you can't access your bank account. So I know I'm going to have questions. I mean, I, and I always have to explain this because, you know, certain family members, I'm trying to explain. Mm -hmm. They go, who's they? So I try to explain they are the people who are ruling the world. They're the hidden hand behind, you know, they are being used through our government people who are all, you know, people don't just get these seats within government just on their good work. Sadly, these people are chosen to be useful idiots and to do as they're told. So, you know, 
what I'm, I'm thinking, who's okay. So this is going on. Who is it? You know, do we know the person whose brain way, like great idea this was to start here? And other than China, is it in any other countries? So where's it all? Do we know whose genius inspired idea this is? Well, there, there are some countries, obviously, that have taken on the, the digital, you know, the, the ID, the, the digital ID, and mostly in Europe. Um, you know, Germany's taking it on, France has taken it on, um, Spain, I don't know about Spain, but certainly there's a lot of European countries who've, who've taken this, this on. Um, and it seems to be pushed, being pushed in Europe. What I do know is that Taiwan managed to throw it out at the consultation stage which is what i've put into a, a document which I, I must put into the links actually we'll send it to you later but um i i did print very very quickly a, a, a sort of a, a you know a, a warning document saying you know this is what's coming and you know if you don't fill in this consultation online consultation before the 4th of march um before the 1st of March this year, then by December, we will be under digital ID because it becomes secondary legislation. Um, and um, Taiwan managed to overcome it. And I looked through their process and I will send you, I've got actually all the links are in the document I sent. I'll send that to you so you can put it out. But um, they they got over it by, I mean, or, in this consultation, you're asked about your opinions on it. And you can do an opening statement and then follow up all the other questions because it's a very loaded document because they they assume that you're going to go along with it. So they're saying, what do you think? You know, why do you think it's a good idea? Well, I don't think it's a good idea. So you have to state why. Um, and there's there's about uh, six or uh, I can't remember, maybe eight questions that you have to answer. But there's a long thing sort of explaining it all, uh, which is sugar coated. It's all for your privacy and your security and, you know, to, to, to make sure that the bad duck guys don't have access to anything. And all this knowing that they're going to actually sell your data onto third parties. They don't care. They don't care where your data goes. And, and it could end up in some other country somewhere and you'll be hacked and, and, and identity theft and all sorts of things. But what the, the, the only way to get over it, because I, friends of mine have filled it in and said, oh, this is a way of, you know, enslaving us and blah, 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 blah. They just write you off as a conspiracy theorist. They just say, you know, yeah, of course we won't do that. that. That's their answer is that's a lie. That's fake news. You need to really understand what it's about. But the only thing that you can get them on is the fact that, um you know, cyber, cyber, you know, there could be a cyber attack, which would bring the whole system down, which means that it would impact you um, unfavorably, because this is what they want you to, to say. They want you to find out how this could actually be a bad thing and to state it. And um, they've just given you all the good things. And so you have to find out the bad things. And one thing is that there have been cyber attacks in the past, which have happened. I mean, there was one in Sweden, which took down the entire heating system um, in Sweden in the middle of winter. I can't remember what it's called now, but there have been cyber attacks on, on um, you know, th with all this, I, this um, technology, which has adversely affected people. And, you know, what happens to our data? We know that data is the new gold and that all companies, that's, that's the reason why we've got all this stuff going on with cookies and allowing cookies and not allowing cookies is because they want your data. And with the digital ID, they will have access to everything about you, absolutely everything, because it will all be all linked up with the, your healthcare, 
your, you know, your, your shopping habits, because they're going to be monitoring what you're buying. They're going to link it up to. And so things like, you know, your health, if you go and buy sugar, you know, you're not going to be you're not going to be um, allowed to buy it if you've got any any form of diabetes or whatever. Um, you're not going to be able to buy meat because of your carbon credits. You know, you're not going to be. There's a lot of things you won't have access to. So what they did in um, in I think it was Taiwan, they said, look, this will this will impact um, because our data has could could then be used for fraud and um, hacking and you know and and cyber cyber basically cyber attacks and they they managed to bat it off doing that so at the moment taiwan don't have digital id and i would really ask people to do the same thing when you're filling in that form and i will dissect it and maybe at the next one we could actually go through the form because i think the form is is key really because it's so loaded with um with sort of leading questions really um to try and get you to to buy into it um and i think you know if you can go through that form fill it in as best you can and if you like make an opening statement saying your worries about security and on all the questions just say refer to my opening statement because that is you know to be honest that is the only thing that you can do it also mentions a very interesting thing about do you think it could adversely affect those who um a certain um uh areas of society um and would it exclude certain people in society if we brought in this digital id and they've actually sold it as you know sometimes people who are perhaps live a you know are immigrants or perhaps they are poor and homeless can't verify where they live so can't verify their id so they're saying that it makes it more inclusive to have a digital id they're selling it as that but i'm you know i think in a way this is causing a digital divide because there's older people who don't understand the technology they have no idea they can't use a smartphone they can't use a computer it's excluding them and it excludes people who can't afford the technology who can't afford smartphones and and tablets and all this to to authenticate so um you know you can swing it both ways but we have to really look at all those questions very very carefully and answer them so that it 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 actually makes it a, a not a benefit because that's what they're selling it as they're trying to sell it everything as a benefit to us and it's it really is it's a it's a red flag it's it, this is a the most diabolical thing that could be done to humanity is to enslave us with digital and again and again, there is no, it's not really out there so people can get on board. You found this, you've stumbled upon it. Yeah, there- it hasn't been advertised at all. Exactly. And it becomes legislation by December this year if nobody actually but gets this is on board. What the urgency is because we've only oh, really yeah. got a week, Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to do another show probably tomorrow. And I'm actually going to ask you to do a show show with our Jason, um, Jason Nota, because he's um, he's really on it because I've been focusing so much on America. And Jason had the most, you know, I spoke to him earlier and I said I was speaking to you. And I said, I think you need to speak to her as well, um, because there's, you know, we need to get on this. This is something, you know, we've, you know, we're doing so much with the mums as well in Wales. And that's what kind of why this has slipped past me. So we need to get onto this, Sandy. So these documents, which I'm going to link here, people need to go and they need to fill these out. Correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, and do it very carefully, stage by stage. Um, and and there's people. Richard Vobes has actually uh, published a um, a video, and he's gone through it step by step. Um, his is his is very good. There's another guy called Jeff Buys, who's a a wonderful car dealer in Bristol, who's done a a YouTube. Um, and I'll I'll try and get that link to you as well. And he he has done it step by step. Um, because and I I have I, I've 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 filled it in, but I haven't actually dissected it the way they have, um, because it's been such a, a rush. And I've been I've been doing all sorts of talks and 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 uh, and and documents on it just to try and inform people to get on online and look at it, and to at least you know get it in and 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 state your you know state your your um your you know how just oppose it in in any way you can because this is really important you know because if we if we let this slip um you know we we will be under the cosh by december and yeah. and i've been, i've done the same thing lou i've been focusing on on 15 minute cities and oh, i was about to say rick's really been focused do you know what is really weird sandy just before you go into it rick put out he joined it because he's in bristol he put out a post for the people who were who were complaining about it. And he's going, I want to make a documentary. So this is a big group that was on Facebook. Yeah. And he said, I'm going to make a documentary. We need to get this exposed. He said, okay, I'm going to come out into Bristol and do some filming. One person turned up. Oh, my God. So he's, like, he's trying to do something. And the people of Bristol, oh, yeah, they're all all right, chatting in their Facebook group. But when it comes to boots on the ground, doesn't want to know. They don't want to know. Do you know, it's, yeah, I, I don't really understand it. I don't understand it. You know, I, I've, I've been doing the same thing. I've been, I've been trying to get this out. And so many people are focused on, and quite rightly, the constitution, the, the coronation, you know, the 15-minute the, the cities, and I've been on all of these. But this has been snuck through the back door. Um, and it's, it's, it's so important. And, and yet... Uh, well, you know, we're all we're all exhausted, Lou. You know, I don't know about you, but we are literally it's like whack-a-mole. We're banging one one issue down and another one pops up. And there isn't one. enough of us. You yeah. see, it's like Kimberly Isherwood, who's, deep, you know, the, you know, she is. Oh, the, she's amazing, she is incredible. We're doing a show later. She's actually now a contributor onto my website, which is great. But she, you know, there isn't enough of her. And there's not enough of us like at Liberty Tactics to cover all of these subjects because they are all, I mean, obviously children for me, if we can't look after our children, then we are no kind of a society. But, you know, this is, this is, this is as equally as important. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, it is, it's all important and there isn't enough of us. So we need everybody now. You know, it's very hard for us at Liberty Tactics because we are so heavily censored. On we're banned everywhere. Myself, Catherine, Jason, it's absolutely it's so difficult. Yeah. So we need everyone to come out and start sharing this and talking about it and just fill in the form. How long will the form take people to uh, to fill well, in? Well, it, it takes about forty minutes. It's ninety oh, yeah. minutes long. Yeah, it takes. About, I mean, I'll go through very quickly the first. Yeah, please do. Uh, question one, the first condition for new objectives under Section 35 of the Digital Economy Act 2017 is that the data sharing should either um, improve or 
or target a public service provided to individuals or households, or B, provide a benefit, whether financial or otherwise, to individuals or households. To what extent do you agree that the proposed new objective meets at least one or all of the criteria? Well, you know, that's assuming you you think it's a good thing. I mean, the, the whole all the questions assume that you are on their their side, and that's that's the whole idea. It's like it's like trying to pull you in, uh, saying that it's a benefit. Um, so you have to really state that that you you know this will, uh, as far as you're concerned, this will will um, uh, will be a breach of your data protection. You know that's what you have to do. And the question two, the second condition is that data sharing should improve the well-being of individuals or households. Well, of course it doesn't because they're selling it on. And they're using it as a form of control. To what extent do you agree that the proposed new objective meets this second condition? Um, and so, you know, you've you've got to kind of just keep uh, question three. They've the done first, it to wear you down, haven't they? They're like yeah, it is. It's, and people look at all these questions. They think, oh, I can't be bothered. Can't be bothered to fill that in. Now, what they've also said is that you can email them. Now, I think that's possibly the better idea, but I don't know whether the emailing carries as much clout as the consultation yeah. document. I think they, they don't say that. that. Yeah, I, I would say do both. E bombard them with emails. These civil servants need to realise that this, they need to realise because a lot of these civil servants haven't got a blooming clue. And what they're doing is they're pushing out what the World Economic Forum have told the government to do. And the government have to put it through a consultation phase. And the civil servants that are rolling that out arrive, they, some of them could be awake, some of them may not be. Um, I would imagine most of them aren't, but they're just doing their job, their jobs with. They're pushing out this this consultation because they have to uh, by law. They've got to it's got to go through a brief consultation phase. So, um, uh, you know, so in a way you've got to prove that or prove to them. So you'll have to have, you know, these civil servants sifting through all these answers one would hope, unless they're not going to bother to look at it at all. The third condition is that the data sharing should support the deliver delivery, administration, monitoring or enforcement of a service provided by a particular public authority or authorities. To what extent do you agree that the proposed new objective meets this third condition? Well, the data sharing, we don't know where it goes. It could end up in some foreign, you know, country, it could end up in Russia, America, wherever you like, but they will sell it to the highest bidder. Your information will be sold to the highest bidder because we are now, uh, they're being, they're being, all our data is being sold to create the human capital index. I don't know if you know that, but all of our data, it, we are literally being turned into commodities and our children. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is this is unfortunately what we're what we're living with at the moment. Um, uh, yeah. To what extent do, do you agree that proposed new objective? Um, you know, we shouldn't support the delivery, delivery and administration of monitoring or enforcement of, of, of any of our, of our data being shared. Um, question four, to what extent do you agree that the following government departments should become a public body eligible to, eligible to share data for public service delivery? delivery? 
um, objectives. These public authorities are listed in Schedule 4. Now, what they're planning to do is share your data with the Cabinet Office, the Department for Transport, the Department for Food, Environmental and Rural Affairs, and the Disclosure Barring Service, that's DBS, and DEFRA, the Department for Transport and the Cabinet Office. So basically, they want to, you know, the transport thing is to restrict your mobility. Um, you know, the food department is to restrict what you're consuming. And the DBS, obviously, that needs to be monitored anyway, because, you know, we've always used DBS checks. But this will then be on a, on a digital format um, and the cabinet office. So DBS, they'll be picking up people like um, mothers who object to, you know, all that stuff. You know, you could actually be, you know, put on some sort of register that you, you shouldn't be on. Um, so we know we know what they're trying to do with all of that. To what extent do you agree that the following government? This is uh, question five. To what extent do you agree that the following government departments should be able to share data for the identity verification objective? Um, and then they've got question six. Are there any other public authorities not proposed in this consultation which you think should be able to share data for the identi identification? Verific verif the identity verification objective. So they're just literally assuming that you'll go along with, with this. And is there any other agencies that you'd like to share your data with? No. Share my data with anybody. Exactly. Um, question seven, to what extent do you agree that the data items known as data attributes I don't, you know, as described under this proposed objective, are consistent with and appropriate for the delivery of the objective. Who could understand that? That's just a word salad. You know, what are data attributes? This is ridiculous. And and for that, you know, I, I literally say refer to my my opening statement. Um, and so they want the full the user's full name, date of birth, home address, email address, photographic images, various identifiers such as passport number or driving license number, attributes held by government departments necessary for verifying the identity of an individual, the outcome of identity checks previously performed on a user and transactional data, for example, income. I mean, everything. They want to know everything and they will sell that data on. To what extent do you consider the proposed sharing or data of the identity, identity verification objective will lead to any individual and or household losing any benefit? <clears throat> um, you know, they're, they're basically saying, you know, could it could it could it could it be a bad thing for people on benefits um, because they're, they're trying to turn benefits into universal basic income so that everybody's reliant on universal basic income? And even pensions, those people born after 1953, um, their, their pensions, which they've basically paid into all their lives, will be turned into universal basic income. So your pension, which is an entitlement if you're an old person, turns into a benefit, which is, some, which is a handout, basically. Irre irrelevant whether you've paid into that with your with your national insurance all your life. Mm. So that for me is, 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 is awful. Um, and, and again, that will be subject to, uh, you, you know, whether, whether you behave or not, whether you've got enough carbon credits to collect your pension or your benefit, or you'll be locked into this prison of compliance and, um, and, and, and data and, and sort of carbon, carbon credits is compliance, behavioral and carbon credits. Uh, so it's social credits and carbon credits.
Um, question nine, to what extent do you consider the proposed sharing of data for the veri identity verification objective will lead to an individual and or household losing access to a service? Well, I've, I've just put that some people can't afford this technology to access it, but then they'll probably give away tablets to it. To that's that's exactly what they'll do. Well, that's what they'll do. Um, do you think the proposed share? This is question 10. Do you think the proposed sharing of data for the identity verification objective will negatively impact on people who share any of the protected characteristics under the Equality Act of 2010? Um, i.e. age, disability, gender, reassignment, marriage and civil partnership, pregnancy, maternity, race, religion or belief, sex and sexual orientation. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all it's all linked up with with all of that as well. And then question 11. Do do you have any further comments um, for this proposed objective? And question 12. Please indicate whether you are happy for the relevant points and comments you've made to be published in the consultation summary report i'm happy i'm not happy you know and you've got you've got that's it so it goes it goes to it's 12 questions Are they asking your name as well when you're doing this no you can remain anonymous you can remain anonymous and not give your email address or your name you could actually fill it in multiple times if you wanted to you know um so um it's uh yeah they're, they're, like they're, using a VPN and different and 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 do do it on a different browser yeah exactly exactly yeah. just do it on a different browser every time but yeah. you know they 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 yeah they 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 do actually allow you to remain anonymous so that is a good point um and uh yeah if you can have a way of them not tracing your IP address I think that would be good yeah. If they'll allow it with a VPN, they're, they're, do you know what I mean? If you've got a VPN, there are some sites that you can Yeah, yeah. But, a... um, but as I as I said, they're they're planning to do to do away with them with VPN um and and have this zero trust. I mean, do look at the zero trust stuff because it's being pushed through business as well. This whole zero trust. Yeah. Um it's interesting because the you know the the term zero trust was coined by a guy called Paul Marsh in 1994 um on his doctorate on on computer security um from he was um he was uh, he he did his doctorate on computer security in Stirling University. And of course, they've picked up on this zero trust and think it's a brilliant idea. So it's you have to verify every everything you do, every action, every human action will have a have a verification process. Um, and this is the way I mean, it really is big brother meets big data. You know, we've it's a privacy and freedom you know have gone and it's going to be just like china you know uh, control system I mean, and, you... and that isn't a conspiracy theory this is what is coming now i've got a friend in uh, montana in the united states called aman jabi i've put his link to his latest talk in the chat um uh, it looks a bit small, but you, I'm sure you can still access it. And he, I spoke to him this morning, actually, um, and he spent 24 years in Silicon Valley um, uh, developing this technology. He, de he, he developed facial recognition. He's an absolute genius. And he developed um, uh, biometrics and uh, mostly um, surveillance. If you've got a camera on your phone, he developed the technology for that camera on your phone wow. and, and surveillance cameras. Now he had a big, you know, epiphany 
because he studied computer science. He went through the whole thing. He's, you know, he's he came from India to, um, you know, to America, studied, became an absolute genius at all this, went into Silicon Valley and then suddenly thought, oh, my God, uh, this is he suddenly realized what was coming and he got out. And he's now blowing the whistle on all this hideous wow. technology that's coming. And he's an absolute angel. I tell you That's what. Get him on the show if you'll come get on. Get him on the show. Get him on the show. He's amazing. He's trying to get more um, stuff over here. He's he's doing quite well in America. And he's he's just been on loads of radio shows in America. Oh, but he's, he's, he's got a real stay. heart. And he believes, he believes that this is an evil, evil agenda. He believes that the AI are running it, are running the show already. And he said that all these um, billionaires, these idiot billionaires are going along with it and feeding the beast of the AI. And um, we, you know, who's behind the AI? We don't know. And I wouldn't want to even make a suggestion no. at this stage. But the AI, he believes, is controlling everything at the moment. And what he believes that 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 there's there's that, that, that even the billionaires are going to get caught soon, you know? They'll, they'll turn, you know, the AI will turn on the billionaires. Not, they won't take any hostages. This is this is an anti-human, uh, anti-nature agenda, and that's what we have to realize is that actually they hate us, and we've got to, we, you know, we the we the hobbits have got to fight back. <laughs> so yeah. Wow, full armor of God and all that jazz. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's a bit much for Tuesday morning, isn't it? <laughs> Well, no, it's got to be talked about. It's another thing that that needs to be discussed. Do you know what I mean? It's because this will also affect our kids. You know, yeah. they're, they're going to know all about us. Well, it's it's already affecting our children. Yeah. I mean, the, the the impact investing that's going and on in homeschoolers. Like, there's so many people looking now to homeschool. I mean, it's absolutely. I mean, it's going to affect. But I mean, this is this is this is big. Is well, we're going to now get behind this. There's going to be links. Um, I will get something up on the front page that's permanently there when people can go and fill in this form. Um, and we need everyone talking about it. Yeah. We need everyone do. talking about it, as well as the children. You know, we need to be talking about both. Well, we need to be talking about everything. We need to be talking about, you know, what's happening with the 15 minutes. It mainly the we've children. Got, the we've children only got, are everything. The children are everything right now. We've got a week. Because they're suffering the most, I think. We've yeah. only got a week to get this form filled in. Yeah, I know. Well, actually, it's, a, it's um. when is March the 1st? Yes, it is March March the 1st, not February the 1st. March the 1st is when... So okay. we've got just yeah, we've got a, a month, a month basically. Okay, so we need to get everyone yeah. just spare for you know, this is this is for you, it's not for us. 45 yeah. minutes, 45 minutes of your evening. You know, if you've got your telly and you're watching Cory, turn it off. Turn it off and just it off and, and state, and state exactly why you feel this is a very bad thing. Um, and and that really, if, if you can actually state your case about this, the 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 um the fact that you could have identity fraud and that we could be cyber hacked, you know, um, a cyber attacked yeah. that and, and, and have no access to any goods and services, because that's what it is. It's locking you in to goods and services that they will allow you to have if you behave or if you've got enough carbon credits. And that, you know, that, oh, alone, yeah, that alone is 
is is hideous. But if people can say, look, um, you know, you could easily be locked out by cyber attack. You can't you can't point the finger at them and say you'll you'll lock us off because they'll say no, of course we won't. But if you say, look, there could be a cyber attack. It could be some solar mass ejection that takes out the bloody system, like they did the Carrington event years ago, which actually took down every uh, telegraph pole in 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 you know when they just only just put them up in I think it was eighteen seventy five or something. Um, so that you know there could be some major event that could take this whole system down. Um, and you could just say that you could say, look, it could, you could be open to some sort of cyber attack mm. by another country or by, you know, a, 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 an event, a natural event. And you wouldn't have access to any goods and services. So we don't want this. We want to be able to trade freely. We want to be free. At the well, end of the day. Why aren't like that? There's uh, newspapers. Has any has it been in any? No, been in no. any press at all? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. So we may be, you know. Someone like myself, I, I may get on the phone and ask, why aren't they reporting on this? And, yeah, and letting yeah. people know what's coming. Phone your local paper. Yeah. Phone the paper and ask why they're not why they're not talking about it. Put it on their Facebook pages. Yeah. Spam on the, you know, go onto their Facebook pages, and that's one of mine. I'm, there's quite a few I can't. They've banned me for life from posting on the BBC and some others. But you can go on there and you can just say, oi, and put the links on. And say, BBC, why aren't you talking about this? Yeah, exactly. But, the, you know, um, there's a lot of people which is very good making noise outside the BBC at the moment about adverse reactions and and not not reporting on certain things. This could be one of them because, the, you know, they, they are keeping us in the dark about all this. They don't want you to fill that form in. Well, it's what they're doing to the kids as well. They're not telling the parents that their three-year-old is going to be talking about masturbation by... Uh, by a, a woke teacher that's just you know it's i mean how how they can take the the um you know that that kind of responsibility away from the parents and give it to the teachers is beyond me it's yeah. absolutely beyond parents me parents don't have any rights over their children i mean it's outrageous it's outrageous and right. and then they deem that, that you know the parents are right wing you know exactly. uh, you know, whatever, and 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 then social services could get involved because you're depriving that child of of you know, of of, of absolutely outrageous, shocking, shocking. Right, Sandy, we need to do another show. Um, we need to carry this on, and we need to also cover agenda tw- um, agenda twenty one, agenda thirty. Yeah, yeah, you have okay. been, like at the forefront of exposing. Yeah. Um, and I'm so delighted that we finally connected and we're going to be doing lots of work together. And, um, yeah, I'm really, really excited for that, Sandy. So oh, how can people you. get in touch and have a look at what you're doing? Um, well, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I've got a website called, uh, it's just sandyadams.net. And I'm, I'm, I've got to put some more stuff up on it because it's moved, everything's moving so fast. I've still got stuff to upload onto, onto the website this week, but that's, yeah, that's where you can look at most of the agenda 21, 2030 stuff um, is on uh, sandyadams.net. And I've got also got a three part series on UK column uh, talking about agenda 21, 2030 that explains a lot. Um, on there and I've got various things uh, my YouTube channel got taken down I got a bit of a hit last year my my website got hacked my YouTube channel was taken down and my Facebook got hacked so I've 
I'm just recovering from all that. So, um, and I will be starting up my podcasting soon. Um, I've just bought a new microphone and I'm going to be podcasting soon. So I've just got to get myself back up and running again. It's just been a bit of a horrible year. But I do a lot of talks, you know, I go to places and I've got very involved with the Stroud Group and the Oxford Group on the 15-Minute Cities um, and I've got a lot of stuff on Rumble and Odyssey as well. Just if you put my name into a search engine, you can find my talks. Oh, we'll find the ones that, that were taken down. I know Rick will need to, would love to discuss the 15-minute cities because obviously he was focusing on Bristol. He's in Bristol. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. You know, he, he's got a business and he can't afford to really run his business because he's got to run around Bristol all day. He needs his vans. Um, oh, do you know, do you know, I had a business in Glastonbury. I, I was in hospitality, I had a music venue and bar, you know, pub and music venue. And I gave it up. I gave it up after five months of lockdown. I thought this is going to a very dark place and I will go bankrupt. So I got out of it. I sold it. I sold the lease. I only had the lease. I didn't own the building, but I got rid of it because I knew what was coming. And I've sort of impoverished myself. I've rented out my house. I've moved into my annex and I'm just literally my my days are sat at my desk pushing out all this information. So we've just got to really be like warrior, warrior. And we've got to work. Yeah. We'll all be working together now. Yeah. We really yeah. have. We've all yeah, because it, it's too. There's been a lot of division between this freedom movement, and we've got to really, really come together. And the genuine people are doing that, you know, like you and me, and and people that really care, and not getting into our egos and saying, "Oh, I don't work with that person because they did this and, and they they've got more followers than me or whatever." We've just got to just do it for the sake of humanity. I don't care who shares any of my work. I don't really care, you know, so long as it's we stop this you know exactly well yeah. sadly let's do a, let's do a show maybe i don't know on thursday or something if you're around yeah yeah if thursday, you're show thursday and then we'll we'll try and get jason involved as well and rick so lovely uh, okay we'll have we'll have, we'll have a group we'll have a group show yeah let's do that, that let's do that okay no that, that's great and thanks so much for for giving me some time to to explain it and I hope people get on board and, and fill that form in and look at Aman Jabby's work I've sent the yes, um, we'll get him on the show we'll get him definitely on the show yeah okay all right my lovely thanks so much thank you so much Sandy well that's it um, that was Sandy. Uh, this is really serious and I'm going to post all the relevant links underneath along with Sandy's website and her channels where you can see what she's doing. We need to fill these forms in, guys. It's 45 minutes of your time. So if you can spare it, get over there, click, get onto libertytactics.co.uk and click on the links below here all right guys that's it um we will be back tomorrow we've got the children first coming up we've got joan from public child protection wales we've got lucia from public child protection wales uh we've got the great george uh who was on our podcast-a-thon george sandu who has really been making noise about the serious dangers of porn and why pornography needs to ban and the backlash that he's had for for putting out publicly that pornography should be banned and you know if you go back and listen to any of mine and Catherine's shows we've done a, quite a few on pornography and we lay it out why this needs to be banned it really does need to go so we'll be back tomorrow with liberty tactics and a children first sandy will be back on thursday 
and I'm sure I've got some other shows this week, but we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. All right, God bless. In times of storm.